Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Beyond the Roll. I am your narrator. Now I'm just the guy that hosts this because everybody else refuses to. And I am joined, as always, by Jim Gledhill. Hello. I'm the one who <laughs> plays this because everybody else said yes to. I tried. Joe Pinkham. So. Zach Ledford. Hello, young chaps. Ooh, and we have <sighs> just done a two-episoder. And it's been a long time since we've done that. I'm feeling it, boys. I love the two episodes. Yeah. Me too. I love, I love doing so them. D&D. I wish we could uh, figure out a time to do them earlier so I don't feel like I've been hit by a truck by the time we get to the Beyond. But I agree. I still no, think I it's better to record the Beyonds directly after A so we remember in B because we're all like hyped up and amped anyway. So I'm ready to talk about it. Hey, yeah. It's funny because I'm just now looking at it. In part one, obviously, some of them will probably get edited more than others, but they're literally two minutes apart. Oh, wow. Thank you. Getting better uh, at gotten... the uh, planning and having an idea of how much uh, shenanigans we're going to get into, Jesse. I, I told Joe, I'm like halfway through these last like three sessions. Mm-hmm. I've just completely like abandoned everything and just started like rolling with the punches because i just i just don't know where it's going anymore and i have like an idea of where it's gonna go like near the end Uh but it's just like getting you guys there if you want to go in that direction Uh, like you've done well i was really struggling to figure out how i was gonna get you guys to like a part that was interesting to end on for part two because I thought the fight was going to take longer, even though it still ended up taking a little while, mostly because you guys just like kept fucking around. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I thought the fight was going to take a little bit longer than it ended up taking. But um, no, I didn't know where it was going to end. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Because I was going to have you guys go to the bar. But since that fight took a little bit of time and then you talked to uh, the orc after, I was like, you know what? We're going to make it so that this already happened because you guys were going to find Douglas knocked out outside the bar was the original plan. Oh, shit. Um, oh, dang. But, so way different. Yep. But um, since <clears throat> it went a little bit awry, time had passed a little bit more than was going to. I think it ended... I Honestly, like I don't know what your original plan was, but I loved how the episode ended up ending. <laughs> yeah. So did like, I. It, Big ass moment. Mm-hmm. Big I was, dumb ass moment. I was so like, <laughs> I was a little bit, um, trying to think on my feet of how to play it as far as if you guys did thaumaturgy, because that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking of. And mm-hmm. then you guys were like, "Oh, we run around the back," and I'm like, "Okay, so we're not gonna," because I thought you guys would just go and check the windows, like. Cause it's a church and mm-hmm. the gimmick of churches is that they have these like beautiful windows. And, um, and then when you didn't, I had like abandoned that idea. And then you guys got to the back and I'm like, fuck, how am I going to get them in this building or like to see into the <laughs> building? So like, um, I don't know, like my, in, like my mental image of churches is like, if someone was going to be in a church, like, especially if they were running away um, after like assaulting someone, I wasn't immediately picturing them being so open. So I was thinking maybe, you know, they're hiding under something or maybe there's like a hatch that they're hiding under that Mm -hmm. goes like down into a basement. Um, So I was like, well, if we like 
spook them like with like the slamming the windows or like the doors maybe they'll scream maybe they'll, they'll move around and we can pick that up but i wasn't anticipating that <laughs> you weren't anticipating walking into an entire ritual no <laughs> you mean flying in yeah, on the back of a majestic griffin that yeah you weren't anticipating so being good. the cover of a journey album <laughs> <laughs> Just a small town girl. That could legitimately be an 80 like rock band album, just a griffin flying through the stained glass of a church. Man, I like a Judas Priest cover. I can picture that. Yeah, that made it really, really good. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I guess we should back up a little bit. Um, we, We got a new member of the party. We did. we did. What's your first impression? Let's start with Jim, but we'll go around. What's your first impressions on Carrick Goldmark? Oh, I'm excited to hear everybody else's first impressions, but um, I don't know. I, I enjoyed him. I'm, there's, I will, I'll say I played him very silly, which I do think he is, but he is very good at his job in a Johnny yes. Flame sort of way, I feel like. Um, um. <laughs> Mormon not maybe maybe well maybe not Johnny Flame's kind of uh... Johnny Flame tries <laughs> yeah yeah no. I, I feel like I feel like the conversation that Carrig had with Chirax mm-hmm. sets him up to be as legitimate as possible mm-hmm. and then after that you're allowed to be silly you know <laughs> like yeah. he has the credentials enough that Chirax try- oh god he has the um, credentials that Chirac trusts him enough to bring him in on these missions. Mm-hmm. So I think that that says all that mm-hmm. needs to be said about his actual, mm-hmm. like, do you want to do a quick before Joe and Zach give their first impressions? Is there anything that we didn't like get to touch on because you just did brief introductions that you want to give as like beyond like exclusives, like maybe run down his like, race and stuff again just so like everybody gets like a little bit of a refresher since he's a newer character yeah um do you want me to like go into like what we talked about like backstory wise like things like that? that's up to you how much you want to reveal unless you want to just like give some bullet points for right now because i know you've mentioned like the icelands and you've mentioned treasure hunting and your drake and stuff so yeah as much as you want to share so far so carrick goldmark is a goliath um he is from the Icelands, um, kind of not lost in the Icelands, but kind of just left the um, Goliaths and was taken in by a uh, dragon um, who um, is known as a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hospitalistic, maybe like nurturing type of dragon takes in, you know, sick people, people that need a place to stay for a few days, things like that. Um, and Carrick kind of has committed um, <laughs> to, to helping this dragon. Um, loves treasure, um, considers um, his brother Tissero a full brother, even though he has no dragon blood in him. Um, yeah, that is kind of bullet points of Carrick. As I say, that's my favorite trait that uh, we just kind of came up with since he was raised by dragons. That's why he loves treasure so much because yeah. he <laughs> was raised in like around 
things that cherish their horde because even though your dragon's like pretty benevolent and stuff like that and wants to help people and Mm -hmm. actually likes humanity he still obviously cherishes his treasure so i i was trying to as soon as i came up with the treasure hunter idea i mean i had other ideas for a character but then i was like well dragons make the most sense and then i was like well there's a whole new class drake warden i might as well try it this is never going to be a better chance and then the the ideas just kind of started spiraling so Mm -hmm. what were you gonna say joe oh i was saying it makes sense that he likes treasure especially Mm -hmm. if he's raised by a dragon i like that oh oh. no that is cool i just cut you off um yeah what are you guys is what's your first impressions of Kerrig, and also how um does it make you feel differently playing now that jimmy's not silas does it feel like you're playing with a new person because it felt like i was dming a new person (laughs) for a little bit i kind of feel i kind of feel like it it's quite a bit different um the dynamics definitely changed. Um, and I think not, not like group wise, but like as far as like our characters go, mm-hmm. just how they're interacting. Um, I feel like we haven't fully jumped in on, on Carrig as far as like, you know, we're not pranking Wolf and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know? So it's, yeah, it's a different dynamic, but I, I loved the character. I thought it, his, his silliness filled the silas void because silas wasn't super super silly but he was silly in a round like kind of way yeah exactly he was was different silly he was impressionable you could make him silly Mm -hmm. exactly yeah so no i think it's i think he i think he fits the group just fine i will say um, lorcan acted pretty much exactly as i thought he would which is if somebody's not immediately like somebody that Lorcan can either bully or will bully him. <laughs> Lorcan's just kind of uninterested in him. <laughs> well, I knew as soon as I figured out I wanted to play a Goliath, I knew the next thing, next trait of, of his I wanted was to always call Lorcan little one and wolf littlest one, just because I thought it'd be funny where Lorcan went to be 6'6 to being small yeah. again in, in his eyes. I am kind of sad that we got robbed of Carrig with like little gnome lorkin because i think yes. you guys would have had some really that funny been awesome yeah mm-hmm. uh what about you joe what do you think uh so i want to say before i forget that i think it's awesome that Carrig immediately has an in with lorkin and being a pet owner uh, <laughs> and yes. they had they like even in the uh the hot air balloon you could kind of tell that dynamic was there already mm-hmm. um Okay, it's it's different. It's different interactions, um, for sure. I was a little curious as to how it was going to play out, um, just because I'd gotten used to Silas, um, but I do like Carrig a lot. I I appreciate that he also wants to do shenanigans, <laughs> um, different kind of shenanigans, but like that that jump had me interested, and now that you know Lorcan's out there, maybe we can still do it next session. But I'm. I, I like the character a lot. It's it's very different, so it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. I was fully mm-hmm. planning on casting. Here's a little sneak. I was going to cast jump on you, so your jump, uh, <laughs> you could triple your jump, and I was going to be like, get up there, young fella. Heck uh, hell yeah. But but then it just made way more sense to have me. Lorcan's already up there. so. 
Yeah, I totally ruined all plans of uh, no. stealth. No, I'm excited for the dynamic. I'm I'm hoping. <laughs> I I just don't want the dynamic to feel the same as Silas mm-hmm. already did. It definitely so. doesn't. Good. I think it's fun it because feels like completely different. <clears throat> at the end of the day, you want it to feel different, but you mm-hmm. don't want the. I guess you want the like interactions yeah. to feel different, but you don't want the dynamic to feel different. Is how I look at it mm-hmm. because the dynamic is like how you guys work together and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can give you a perfect example is um, Zach's old character of Riotin when he tried to play like an evil character in a good campaign. I feel like that did knock the dynamic off because everybody was kind of everybody that knew he was evil was trying to play as if he wasn't Mm -hmm. and that made it like it was still Mm -hmm. really fun and i think we could have had a lot of fun with the story but it definitely does change the dynamic of the players Mm -hmm. so like i think the fact that you guys instantly popped in and still had the same dynamic even though you're having different interactions with each other is like very fun i I agree with that because it's a the uh the one thing i noticed is that like with with Silas, there was a bit more of a there was a bit more of reservation, like mm-hmm. not in like people interaction, but like Silas's character was a bit more reserved. Like mm-hmm. even when like even when he was like, you know, like being like impressed by Lorcan, he was still kind of reserved and polite and shy and quiet. And like you could even hear that, like especially when we're editing, Silas's voice got audibly quieter. I, I was literally just thinking, I'm like, the good news for the three of us that do the editing is that we're not going to have to turn Jimmy up as much, probably. <laughs> yeah, but it definitely, it there it's it's definitely like a, a noticeable change, but it's not, un, mm-hmm. it's not at all unpleasant. I was like slightly worried when you started talking because I was like, oh man, are Johnny Flame and Kara going to sound exactly the same? But Johnny Flame's got like the biker where you have the like hulk hogan macho man yeah you know yeah i think we were talking about it before we um started recording zach and i it almost he has that like um southern like slang almost in it just just a tidbit southern draw draw there we go thank you every now and then you pop into um old cob from (laughs) nad pod that we always reference (laughs) yep um and every every now and then you'll like say something and i just expect to like hear hard one answering back (laughs) (laughs) keep it light old cob uh i think um i think carrig will i think him and wolf will have a great time bonding over treasure like but in a different way wolf will be very excited Mm -hmm. to like you know, disc- like, you know, you always do the identify stuff on, and you're always trying to figure out what stuff is, where Karen will just be excited that, you know, we got the shit. So I, I'm excited yeah. to see their dynamic on that. And then I think... Yeah, I'm a little backed up in that regard, actually, now. <laughs> I think the shenanigans part of it, too, with Lorcan, but in a different way than Silas was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, because he has a whole different skill. Well, I don't know if it's whole different, but he has a different skill set to take into the shenanigans mm-hmm. like yeah like he he jumped in with a wolf to do more thaumaturgy stuff which i really enjoyed yeah because it like it's, it amplifies the amount of shit you can do mm-hmm. i was surprised i thought rangers got more like spells and stuff because th- that's usually how i get my uh that's how i love to do shenanigans it's just spells because it's just so easy mm-hmm. but um yeah, they don't really get ones. And then Thaumaturgy came up, and I was actually thinking of using it right before you had said that. And then you said yeah. it. I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. Not that... Um, 
obviously me and you especially jim are mm-hmm. both like big character creators mm-hmm. so we like that anyways um but did it feel was it like daunting coming in as a new character or was it fun like because obviously we've talked about it and like this mm-hmm. is D and obviously there's a hint at it at the end of this episode that mm-hmm. like there is always a chance that like silas could get saved from where he is mm-hmm. so like we've talked about the utility of this character of whether or not you know it's going to be a full-time character or if it could be like a part-time character down the road or something like that like was it like daunting coming in is that having an established character for like 20 plus episodes at this point, probably with the double episodes we've done. Yeah. It was super like, I didn't know it's hard to have a character that's already established in the world starting at level five. Cause you're like, what do like my character knows stuff. He's level five. Like he is an adventurer mm-hmm. at this point, but what do I know? What do I not know? And then just the fact of, you know, it's trying to come up with an idea for a character I can get excited about that if we get Silas back, I'm not going to be disappointed. Like, hey, I didn't get to explore more of that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if they're, you know, if Silas comes back, then, or doesn't come back, then, you know, there's always room to grow as this character. So it was, I wanted to find the right balance of that. And honestly, I feel like Carrig's a very good representation of that for me i mean coming into the session you brought it up it it was it was like a whole new mindset just playing a different character Mm -hmm. it's i'm excited if you guys ever get the chance to do it like in omersha for a reason because it does feel totally different mindset playing a different character in the same world i'm really happy with what we ended up with because like you said there is that like middle ground that you have to find of somebody that you want Mm -hmm. to play as right now but that necessarily maybe doesn't have you know Mm -hmm. an overarching story of grandeur right now Mm -hmm. because like if we end up but your character has so much like depth to it already Mm -hmm. that it would be so easy to make like super interesting things for him Mm -hmm. but like you and i have talked off mic like it's also so easy to say okay like i've done my mission now Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to doing what I'm doing. But if you guys need anything, like give me a call. Yeah, and then, reach you know, out. <laughs> yeah. Like 10 episodes from now, because like, this is something for all of you guys too. And like, mm-hmm. obviously I don't want to make like a habit of it, but if you get the itch of like really, really wanting to play a new character, um, obviously I might not be able to do it like immediately, but like we can always do things where it's like, you know, let's say Silas comes back for some reason and it's like Silas and Lorcan have something going on in like Evermore, but like Joe wants to play a new character. There's nothing wrong with saying like Wolf's actually going to break away and go to mm-hmm. the Takari Highlands, you know, like he's going to go up there and like Wolf will or Joe would roll a new character, like play out like an arc or whatever. And then we'd bring Wolf back and we'd either like touch on what Wolf's doing in the current or when Wolf comes back, we can do like a like overarching thing. But like, it's never that you're locked down with characters. It's just we'll have to figure out how to make it work unless you die. And then if you die or go into extra dimensional shackles, then for the next episode, (laughs) I mean, it's not looking good, man. (laughs) I'm actually so. Oh, go ahead, Joe. It just flew in with 12 health, so. <laughs> I just want to say that I really appreciate, like, I really, 
appreciate it's not the right word, but I really think it's brilliant how you guys or how you guys did that because again, uh, Carrie can is can come and go like more or less as he pleases. Like mm-hmm. that's his job. It's adventure around. Like mm-hmm. so, if we do get Silas back and he doesn't want to like and he wants to go back to playing Silas, we can easily say. And makes sense. It would make sense to say Carrie, you know, helped with this, and now he's going to go back to doing other things. Like it just it makes sense, and it's easy. Oh, I was just going to say that was almost all Jim. Like I was so happy when Jim pitched the character because it's like <clears throat> we we definitely did some like editing and like talking back and forth about like what made sense. But like at the end of the day, I actually had to stop Jim from going deeper in <laughs> because I'm like, well, let's get a let's mm-hmm. get a start, mm-hmm. and then. Right we'll figure out how See much we want to add. Yeah. Because like you don't want to add too much, but you also want to have like ideas and stuff so that you can like grow either way. But it's also really fun too. Cause it's like, I told Jim like Kerrig, if like Kerrig ends up being a side character or something, like if he survives, let's say, I mean, he could die too, but like if he survives and just goes back to like hunting, he's still going to level up with you guys. Like, cause he's going to be off doing his stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, he's the perfect character. It's not just, like, a side character that's just going to, like, feel like they're just sitting there waiting for you guys to come back and interact with them. He's going to be out, and he's going to be collecting treasures, and he's going to be doing, like, mm-hmm. missions and stuff like that. So, Yeah, it's almost yeah. perfect, you know, like, the, if they're six levels ahead of when the last time I played Karig, then, you know, Karig, I'm sure, has been doing stuff. So it works mm-hmm. out perfect. It's, it's very intriguing because... <laughs> I'm surprised. I mean, and maybe more people do do this, but I haven't really heard of the whole, like having the option of switching out characters. And obviously that's, I think that's just a super cool idea because I've never really heard about it or read I mean, about again, it anytime in D and D. So I don't know. Like I, I hate to keep going back to this. Well, cause at this point it just feels like pandering. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I just remember Murph talking about that in NADPOD um at one point they were talking about something and he was like no like if you want to play a different character for a while like just have you know beverly go do something like he's a kid like just have him go do this and i'm like thinking to myself i'm like that makes so much sense because like i as myself Mm -hmm. like my goal when i make a character is to make somebody that i can fully invest in and that i like want to truly see succeed so that if i die i am like actually sad about it like not Mm -hmm. to the point where it's like I don't want to play the game, but it's to the point of like, that's what you're coming for. Like, that's what you're buying mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I love creating characters. So like mm-hmm. if there was a world where like it would make sense, like I think it's like kind of cool if like you guys or like, let's say, I guess a more reasonable thing would be if like <clears throat> Zach, I guess it would be like Zach and Jimmy probably, <laughs> but like if Zach and Jimmy were like, oh, let's do this like, stupid fun like goofy thing that's kind of like a like side quest thing and wolf like feels like that doesn't match his character like that would completely make sense for wolf to go do something else like Mm -hmm. it's not like you guys are married to each other i just love that it makes the world feel much more lived in you know Mm -hmm. which i just love Um, i agree with that much more fluid all right um I guess we can't talk about Carrig the whole time, even though I could. Um, <laughs> you guys got to fight uh, 
the Crimson Cobras again, and I didn't get to do any of my cool stuff with Derek. It was supposed to be a big return, and he almost got one-shotted. <laughs> I wish he would have. I wish he would have. Was it 50 Can damage just, uh, or something? To yeah, it was 50, wasn't it 51? 52. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Can I just say the Crimson Cobras remind me of Team Rocket from po- Pokemon? Yeah, same. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it just like... That's all I could think of during that fight. <laughs> I, maybe it was them. I was picturing somebody as Team Rocket for a while. It could have been Dirk. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, something about it. I always knew that like, obviously Dirk's going to come back because you guys let him go or whatever. And then I was like, oh, they're thieves. Like maybe I'll have him like get this weird wand that he doesn't really know what to do. But it, the gimmick was that it was going to have like uh, a handful of like fairly powerful spells, but he could only cast each of them <laughs> once. Um, mm-hmm. And then he was going to have teleport in there because that was going to be his grand finale to get out of, yeah, get out of jail just, free card. Kind of. Yeah. Basically just to piss you yeah. all off. Mm-hmm. Uh, work and work. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was a there was a moment that I thought McElroy could die because um, McElroy, I know, like has some HP, but like his armor is pretty bad, isn't it? Armor class is 12, but his HP is 59. Yeah. Jesus. So like he he has yeah. some like HP, but he's easy to hit. So if yeah, he got very hit, easy to hit. Right, so say he got hit with a spell, and let's say, like, uh, Dirk crit on his spell and did 50 damage like you guys do. That would have been, like, one arrow shot from somebody else, and then he would have went into death saves, so... Mm -hmm. Exactly, no. Um, And honestly, I was, like, super, like, back and forth whether I even wanted to use McElroy, but I was like, I can't just have him fly away every fight, so I was like, Mm -hmm. I'll, you know, I was like, I'll play around with it. Speaking of your um, pets, because I know somebody's going to comment on this and that somebody's going to be Ron. Um, Joe made the conscious decision to just leave Danny in the inn and said that I, when I brought it up, he said, no, no, I left her there to look for the necklace and to hold our room for us. <laughs> well, OK, listen, so so I that would basically be, that, that would be the equivalent of bringing like a cat to an abandoned school and being like, Hey cat, somebody was murdered here. Figure out who it is. And we'll be back for you in like two months. Good luck, brother. Listen. So like I Silas will be pissed when, he, when I remembered, I remembered that I had asked Danny to look for the necklace after all the chaos and bullshit happened with <laughs> the balloon and you guys were already on and everything with Shirax was like done. And I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, I can either extend this longer by saying, Oh shit, we don't have Danny. I had to go all the way back and get her <laughs> and to which you guys would be like, Oh my God, or something or something. It's... Or maybe it would have been well received. I don't know. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let it go. It's very, and also, quick... technically she could have, followed me right do you want to quickly role play that joe role play what (laughs) how that would have went if you said that you needed to go back and get danny 
I can probably imagine, oh yeah, Danny, you forgot about her. It's much like the same thing with like the first episode where I was gonna say, the king it's, it's and the cabin. Wolf's character to forget people behind. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this would have been it. You would have been Oh, I forgot Danny, and I would have said, It's fine, she's with you. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, that is true. That is And then Zach No, and then Lorkin and Carrick would have gotten off on a tangent and extended the scene for another 15 minutes. I am kind of glad that you left Danny behind because there's so many fucking just things in your party right now. (laughs) Seriously. We do have a lot, yeah. Especially with Carrick's character. Johnny Flame's going to have to stop being your bounty hunter soon because there's just too many people. I don't know why I made the Griffin talk. Like... (laughs) Tech- <laughs> so glad you made the Griffin talk. Technically, I I can uh, speak Draconic, and the only language that my Drake can speak is Draconic. So technically, we can speak to each other, but I'm not interested in exploring. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe I we maybe like it's, Yeah, maybe it's like more <laughs> instinctual language, you know. <laughs> so it's just one of those things where he goes, and you go, mm, yes. The, the boys Treasure. in the the boys in the well. Yeah, two's in the well. <laughs> I tell you what, Lorkin's in the. We're window. gonna go back to that inn, and Danny's gonna know how to be a barkeeper. She's gonna <laughs> know how to clean. She's gonna know how to serve. She's gonna. We're gonna, gonna go back. Yeah, she's gonna. There's gonna Silas. be a pile of bones in that room. I was oh. gonna say it's just gonna be like a rat in the corner, and she's gonna be Danny slowly decaying. <laughs> Although Silas taught her one thing, it was how to survive without food. So. <laughs> Oh, and water. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to take twenty minutes every episode saying I feed and water her? How about like yeah. twelve seconds? Okay. Every episode when I'm Silas again, you're getting it. You're getting okay, I will take uh the time to put up food for Danny. There and... won't be any Danny, don't worry. That's true, there might to be, be fair, Silas. To be fair, I don't give you guys a lot of like um like rest downtime i give you a lot of like town time but usually when you guys yeah. go to bed it's just you go to bed mm-hmm. but like yeah. jimmy's pretty good at being like oh downtime i do something with danny yes. but like there's just not a lot of it yeah no we don't have a lot it's, we're pretty on the go so it's my favorite mm-hmm. part of dnd is like downtime it mm-hmm. sucks because i always like try to minimize it because i always feel like i'm like mm-hmm. forcing you guys into stuff mm-hmm. but then it ends up being like 45% of the episode, and I'm like, oh god. I, it's hard yeah. to a podcast because I feel like a lot of uh, character growth happens from just like downtime, you know, like nights mm-hmm. spent in a tavern, or you know, hey, this week is you just have some downtime before you travel to Ashbourne, things like that. But you know, what are you supposed to, there's always so much you can role play out in a I do think that, um, I do think, and maybe we'll see what happens, especially with the Silas clock ticking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to explore doing like time jumps in the future. Oh wow! So like, you guys get back to like Evermore or something, mm-hmm. and like maybe the uh, shadows of Lathander haven't like necessarily gotten you guys enough leads, or like they have to do something first or whatever. And it's like, okay, you guys have spent like two weeks, like yeah, you know what do you guys think you've done? Like, did you go out exploring on your own? Did you mm-hmm. sit around and like practice doing stuff? Like hell, maybe we went um, out in dungeon just to grind some XP, you know? Yeah. Sorry. That's not how it works, but damn it. Uh, 
So <laughs> Jimmy's like, I the... actually raided a wizard tower <laughs> yeah. and got these like six new spells. Ha <laughs> 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 Magic <laughs> missile. While Damn. we're on the topic of Silas, can I tell you what my ideas are? Or do you want me to wait? Mm. Ah, sorry, my mouth was full of root beer. It's okay. No, go for it, because I'm kind of excited, because, like, off mic, Joe just casually dropped. He's like, yeah, I have, and then I didn't hear him. And he's like, ideas about uh, what we could possibly do for Silas, but I don't know. I'm like, oh, did you say I have some ideas? And he's like, no, I said I have seven. <laughs> and and then he found out that he has nine, so I would love to hear them. I wanted to hear all nine ideas. Okay, well, okay, they're, they're kind of short, but, like, so, like, the first one was, like, I was thinking about, like, it was kind of kind of thwarted, but I wanted to ask, or I would try, wanted to see if I could make contact with your cursed item to see if it could track you, because it was like it seemed like it was bound to you in some way, but Jesse said it lost its luster, so maybe not. Or your necklace, I wanted to do that with your necklace because I know that was also important. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought maybe we could try and enlist the shadows of the Thander to help, which we kind of did, sorta. Um, I was thinking maybe we could try and use like the influence we have in Evermore, because like the. That Maraxador owes us some shit, and it's like fifty thousand gold to maybe set up a search party. Um, and maybe that could work. That I really appreciate Zach bringing up the flare gun last episode because I would not have remembered that. But the flare gun, we could also try that. Uh, this next one was kind of thwarted too, but like I want to know if like if we could track down his actual body, and if its location has changed, maybe we could find out where it was moved. Because if it was different, then maybe it would like go to like your second body. Um, and then I thought maybe we could like track down either body with a high level spell because um, we had the money to pay for it and we have his belongings. So like maybe we could have a spell track your belongings. But again, you don't have anything on you, so that probably wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have obviously buy a wish spell. And the next ones would be. <laughs> A huge grind, but I had get items from Mesro and hopefully getting a wish spell because each token is like what two hundred fifty gold. Yeah, oh, so God. I could buy a shitload tokens. Oh so my like, God, I didn't even think of that. So like I could. Yeah, sorry, Mesro is actually closed. <laughs> yeah, that'd be game breaking. <laughs> oh game breaking, but Jesse would have been like, <laughs> I wish you had dropped fuck? that in mid session. So that would have been game breaking. So I didn't. Oh my God, um, I don't think Mesro would have been there. I would have BS something. Yeah, dude, that would have been a rough DM moment. Like, yeah, or yeah. I would have just like lied and been like, "Oh, first things you get is a wish spell." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm also thinking like, if I could have offered him fifty thousand gold, like if he would just give me a wish spell if he had oh, one, like instead of instead of like the lottery. That's not how the magic works. That's fair. I would have let him have my whole body inside for that. Um, Damn. The last one is kind of like a, a mixture, but like I was thinking again, Reaxador owes us some shit. So like if he could do like you know the the, the announcement that they, they made before, like where everyone saw it, like oh, everyone the in broadcast. the square. Mm-hmm. If we could do like a broadcast, like oh. and like bring attention to like the, that the fact that you're missing, um, and then make like you know the announcement like anyone who finds him and brings him to this location will get fifty thousand gold. That would be like a square wide incentive to get shit going. I like how mad Shirax was that you wanted to put it on a poster. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. And like, I had like, they could start producing ma- like mass producing flyers. Like, you know, if this person's missing, if you see him, contact Shadows of the Thunder. You had way more ideas than I did. Well, like, yeah, let's hear Zach's ideas. 
Zach's idea. I only had, I had one, and I was like, I was gonna say we could uh, meet up with my mom. That's a good idea, honestly. Yeah, talk to her about what like what the possibilities would be to, and then. uh, Your mom might know about the deck of many things. Exactly, she'd know about the. She'd probably know about the deck of many things. She might even like where she's worked at a school of magic. She might even like be able to help us find a wish spell. Mm-hmm. But, so uh, what ended up happening? How, so what did you just uh, talk to? The I got sh- sidetracked uh, with my shoes and yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I was gonna. Say. That's what I was gonna say. Is Zach's <laughs> one idea? All he's been talking about since he became six foot is that he had to go to Choblins before we left Evermore. <laughs> I literally, I think I called you the other day and was like, "What am I gonna do about my clothes?" I think we mm-hmm. spent the first forty minutes of the episode just with him at Choblin. <laughs> Probably, I told it. I literally told. In the episode, Choblin like told you guys, he's like, I'm getting too busy, so like I can make you guys shoes and that's gonna be it for a while. And then you came back nine hours later and you're like, Choblin, <laughs> change of plans, brother. <laughs> well, I would have had to tell him anyway that my size was different. True. I hope you um find a Fix way it. to change back to your normal size so then when you come back for your bright strikes, he's as one in like a size well, fifteen. And- and I gave away my flip flops. <laughs> yeah, and you met that weird um, other giant guy that really liked flip flops. Yeah, fuck. Wouldn't trade me. Like, well, come on, that was a killer trade. His DC was pretty low. I think I said it at like a fourteen, and he would have traded you. Yeah, I, I, I rolled like the first half half of the episode. I rolled like crap. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then part two came along, and I started rolling real hot. So. It kind of worked out, though. I think it would have been bad the other way around. I knew exactly what you were doing, because I was just doing it to piss you off when I was like, oh, you see this guy with flip-flops, and then you go, <laughs> I go up to him. And so I instantly just started going into it. It's like, yeah, this is the only pair of shoes I've ever owned. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm going to make Zach feel like a piece of shit if he steals this man's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I let him keep it. I let him mm-hmm. keep it. But uh, good old I- Wolf over there made me a new pair of boots. Yeah, that was sick. Good old Wolf was also apparently responsible for Silas disappearing. <laughs> yeah, what a jerk. <laughs> Man, Lorcan, I can't believe you do that. Lorcan goes through believe- such mood swings. He's like, because <laughs> I remember like after last session and like multiple times since, like Zach was like, "Man, I think I'm the most bummed even over Jimmy about Silas <laughs> leaving. Like, it just feels so weird that like." We're not going to have him in the party. And like, I really like Cyrus and I'm going to like miss hanging out with him. And then we start and he's like, I take all of his clothes. I abandon his pet and I'm going to go get some shoes. (laughs) Oh, shit. shit. It's a a defense mechanism. He focuses on himself when bad shit happens. (laughs) That's fair. That's honestly kind of a fun character decision. Speaking of which, how is he? uh, How's he feeling right now? Dude, he's flying on 10. He just flew into a church, told everyone to freeze, and glass shattered. It was a big movie entrance. He's loving it, it until, you know, five seconds after we start the next episode. <laughs> I've been um, mentally struggling to come up with, like, fun new dynamics because, like, we had, like, the travel session or whatever, and then we had... Um, the island was like the next big 
like thing that you guys explored or whatever and then like evermore when you first got there but i was like trying to figure out ways to make town things fun because it's Mm -hmm. way easier for me to like throw a random island at you and be like okay like this shit's all wild and stuff but like town for the most part like you have people like the crimson cobras and you have like danger but it's a lot harder to figure out like issues for you to face there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you always find a way yeah i mean i'm pretty excited about the storyline so Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, so I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know if we could go as far as to call it a new, a new dynamic, but we're gonna have some sort of a mob scene next session, and we haven't had that before. Mm-hmm. So, what sure. was your uh, what was your reaction, Jesse, when I decided to just fly right through? Well, again, I knew we were reaching the end of the episode, and I was worried that like nobody was gonna look in to see what was happening because mm-hmm. if, it, like, realistically, if you did thaumaturgy, they probably would have sent a lookout. So if you guys did it, somebody would have like peeked their head out. So you would have seen like the you would have seen the weird like black thing run around the back or whatever because you passed that. But then if you did thaumaturgy after you would have seen just like a dude poke their head out in like a black robe. So you would have like I mean, I guess you probably would have just assumed that was them. So I don't know what you guys would have done after that because they would have just poked Mm -hmm. their head out, looked around and then like closed the door and went back inside um but then you were like they were like oh like can Lorcan look in the window and i'm like yeah that's pretty cool i'm like the only thing that kind of sucks is like uh jim and joe don't get to technically see what's happening but like that's fine and then you're like i crashed through it and i'm like <laughs> all bets are off now <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea, though, of this, like, movie moment of, like, this group of people all in black hoods and then this, like, one main guy that, of course, you're looking for anyways, being the one, like, in the middle of the altar with, like, a sword and this, like, the glass casket, I think, is really, like, creepy because you can, like, see into it and stuff. Yeah. But. No, I'm excited to see what what happens after all that especially where i went in in such a fucking irresponsible way <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i am also quite curious to see how it's gonna play out because lorkin ain't looking good Mm-mm. no he dude he's looking rough mm-hmm. and i said fuck it i don't know lorkin's always been a risk taker so i feel like oh. to turn back now this has nothing to do with anything but i was gonna say that um i really like that you guys as a team like are genuinely like curious about things. Cause usually if I throw something out as an option, you'll at least like investigate it or whatever. Um, sometimes they're just like wastes of time or whatever. Cause it's like, you guys are on a mission. So like you can't yeah. stop for literally everything. Um, but I was surprised you guys didn't like ask around or wait around to see what was going on with the big airship. Oh, I hadn't. I had a thought on that, but I didn't want to take up the scene at all. I also like. I I'm with Jim. Like we we started walking away. I'm like, you know what? That airship is just sitting there waiting for us to explore. Like, yeah. I I had a theory about what it was, um, but I realized that after we walked away, it would be kind of counterproductive to say, "Oh wait, can Wolf turn like like as he's walking? Like, could he turn around and look at the airship and see what's going on?" Like, I thought maybe because kinda... like I had mentioned that it was all like little ships and then the one big one Mm -hmm. because i wanted to at least throw it out there as there was like an intrigue point 
Yeah. Um, and then I gave you guys the second chance because I didn't know if you had like internalized it. So I was like, oh, you guys walked through the group of people because I figured you could like ask somebody if mm. you were interested. Um, mm-hmm. But nobody like jumped at it. So I was like, all right, we're going to just move on. And <laughs> Yeah, I caught it too late. Like I, I could have, but it would have kind of interrupted the flow of the moment. Mm-hmm. I, no, I got you. I used, I used so much time getting shoes. I was like, ah, I'm just going to shut up for a bit. <laughs> Do you guys have any theories as to... Oh, yeah, I wanted to hear what you guys thought that was because both you and Jim said that you had an idea. My theory's kind of stupid. Oh, I like it. I boy. I would just assume maybe it was the sidewalk centaurs. Like, you know, the airship, you know, like everybody was like, oh, shit, like, you know, like a tour bus type deal, you know, Mm -hmm. but a tour airship. That's actually very funny. I don't know. That's what I thought, too, actually. Oh, cool. like... Because, like, the way that people were, like, gathering around is, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. I was like, like, fangirls, like, yeah, oh, that's what, that's what he had said, and I, that's the first thing that caught, and I was like, that's all I can imagine, so. Mm-hmm. I thought it was one of those teaser moments, like, oh, there's a big airship, and you guys are going, you know, you were, you mentioned, oh, we're flying over, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, sweet, we're going to get a nice airship, and then it just tapers <laughs> off, and we get this <laughs> shitty balloon. <laughs> that's what I did to you guys originally. Yeah. Yeah, I actually meant to. That's um, all I thought it was, yeah. I actually meant to do a callback and uh, have the big guy that was wearing your flip flops because I was going to say that they also rent these balloons out just for like day trips. And I was going to say you look over and see him like in the balloon, like taking off like, wow, I've never gotten to fly before. <laughs> <Faster>. <laughs> just living his best life. <laughs> I do remember now that we've talked about it, that after realizing the moment had passed, I was like, you know what? I can maybe see if I can ask someone at the bar what's going on with that true. airship, but that's true. We never, yeah, like we never got true. there either. So, unfortunately, I, you're not at the bar. But <laughs> can I make a perception check to see if I saw the sidewalk centaurs? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Maju is actually like, can I make a perception? Nah, I don't know what I want to do. Never mind. I'll let Jim have it. Oh, I got a seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah. You did not see the sidewalk centaurs. Oh man. Okay. Nah. I didn't look. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know what to do with that information, but cool. <laughs> so, like, we're not playing anymore. So any, any, uh, any theories as to what's going on with this cult type deal? <laughs> I mean, all we're I know for kill sure. Lorcan. No, not necessarily. You have that bird that can fly eighty feet, which I'm almost positive is faster than whatever they can do and there's also walls so you could like you could get away temporarily he needs to act so, quick though like, he, yeah, like so not, if, if it ends up violent like he better hope that he's going first yeah, so not all hope is lost yet <laughs> close also don't you have a shield ring yeah but uh jesse was rolling so damn high i couldn't use it because it only gives what me a- plus five ac and he kept yep. rolling over 20 <laughs> what is your uh I know you have a bracelet too. What does that do? That I can cast a. It's a random. Uh, what's it called? First Cantrip. level spell or something. Oh, oh yeah, I I actually thought of this mid um, session, but I am genuinely shocked that Karag didn't end up with new pants the second Lorcan saw because <sighs> you dude, guys had I, just slept. Yeah, I, it dude. It's in the holster. Okay. I'm saving it for a. Re- it's it's not. I don't want to use it every episode because when I do it, I want it to be. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought the, the way you pulled it out, like 
immediately. I thought that for mm-hmm. sure it was going to be one of those things that by 8.30 in the morning, it's burnt out of its charges yeah. every morning. <laughs> Hold on, no, I got it'll come out of nowhere. That's That's more of a town episode thing. To be fair, though, next time we encounter Dirk and he's all big and haughty with his boys, pants him. Yes. Pants us. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be so um, funny. I did add okay, it to I, my inventory list this episode. <laughs> I didn't want to take away from the question, though. Do you guys have theories about the cult thing? Ooh, that's right. I actually have no idea, to be honest with you. Uh, like, unless, Maybe they're a part of like... Maybe they tie into like the Dark One stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's, a little bit more. That's the only that's deity really that I can think of that we've really been introduced that I can think of. The mm-hmm. goblin thing you talked about reminded me of like the first goblins we fought. So I was like, yes. maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it ties Same. into that area. Yeah, I noticed so that's that all too. I, had. I feel like at some point in the, in the past like five episodes, you mentioned one other evil, evil deity. I don't remember who or what it was, but I feel like you mentioned one other thing. I mentioned uh, Jimmy or or Silas is um, Silas is like warlock person. We talked about a little bit and Silas's book that he found was a different deity. Ah, yes, that's what I think that's what it was. So I'm wondering if it has anything to do with that. Um, also, because I'm still stuck on the necklace, the fact that that was also a necklace that was making him do strange things is also suspect to me. I don't know. I have no information about Silas's necklace, so I can't really make a decent comparison with evidence. But mm-hmm. his necklace made him do something that he like that that kind of haunted him, and this necklace also seems to have potentially changed some behavior. So I'm wondering if there's any correlation. But I. Oh, yeah. Beyond that, I'm not entirely sure. There's not a whole lot of information to go on. Do you have anything, Jim? Or just kind of echoing what they said? Just echoing what they said. Hell yeah. Um, Well, we got to wrap up here soon, but um, I guess we shouldn't bury the lead. Jim. Yeah. You got a little... uh, Oh, that's right. You got a little taste of Silas at the end. I did, yeah. I was not expecting that. Man, I was scrambling. I was scrambling to go to my character sheet because I was like, am I going to have to do something right now? So I I was so excited for it because I I thought of it like a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. But I was like, man, that'd be a really fun way to end the session is to like end their session and then be like, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> in another part of the galaxy <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's super cool to like because you assume they wouldn't happen all the time but who's to say that this isn't the last one you know that we wouldn't see other things happen in a couple mm-hmm. more sessions from now or things like that or i don't know it, yeah it, mm-hmm. it was super shocker so i i loved it and we got a name uh serac Cyric. Cyric, sorry. Cyric. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought you were going to say Cyric Leardor, and I was going to laugh my ass (laughs) off. (laughs) Hell yeah. No, I I have some theories about that, too. Makes me curious. Okay. What do you got, Joe? Well, I'm noticing, like, obviously, because you explained it, but the, uh, the difference in his appearance was throwing me off a little bit. I'm wondering if he maybe saw a future or a past. Like him, like him in the past before he, he, whatever. But if that was him in the past, then maybe it ain't looking so good. But if it's him in the future, then maybe it's a chance to negate that. But 
it's hard to tell. But it, if he needs his help, then maybe there's something to that. I would say it's interesting too because um, the only thing that Silas knows about this guy is that he wants him dead, mm-hmm. and now he apparently wants his help. Now so. he wants his help, yeah. Yeah, and he knows his name, so. Mm-hmm. Full name. Mm-hmm. He sure does. Mm. Oh, man. I like I have a quick question <laughs> for you, amazing. Jesse. Yeah. I don't I know if I just didn't didn't catch it, but this is also... Did you say that he looked... Or I'm trying to ask this in a neutral way. Did you make any mention of his age in either scenario? Whether he looked... How he looked in the, the that that whatever Silas experience he and how he, he looked now. He did say his hair wasn't graying anymore. I do remember that. So mm-hmm. that's all I know. Yeah, I don't think there was really much um, talk about his age or anything like that. It was more just his appearance. Oh, so it's possible. It's I guess it's possible that whatever he's either recovered or it hasn't happened mm-hmm. yet. Interesting. <laughs> I like that it hasn't happened yet. That's that's fun. Mm-hmm. I like that too. Oh man, I guess we'll find out. Dun dun dun. <laughs> There's like so much stuff that I'm like so excited for, but like every single new thing that we start, I get excited for because now I'm like, man, I can't wait to do this like church thing. But then like I want to keep progressing the story because I want to mm-hmm. like do. I want to see what you guys do to try to get Silas back, but I also want you guys to like make progress on your bodies and mm-hmm. like, heck yeah. That's the last I... like three episodes have been like two days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been nuts. We fit. I feel like we fill it. We always find ways to like fill in the episodes, like in weird ways. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about it. Like, I think your travel thus far has been under two weeks. Yeah. I think Honestly. so. Started from the bottom, now we're here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> um, oh yeah, we didn't tell you guys, but um, the since you named your Griffin McElroy, Zach, yeah. uh, we were going to make a joke and name Jimmy's Drake uh, Hurwitz after Jake Hurwitz and just keep ripping off the other podcast players. <laughs> Yeah, um, but we thought that would get too a little on the too nose. gimmicky. Yeah, we take ourselves really seriously around yeah, here. So. Yeah, you know, <laughs> real professionals. Mm-hmm. Although Dude, I, I keep say, forgetting his name. I keep the- like I keep having to look what my Griffin's name is. Really? <laughs> like I remember McElroy, but it doesn't like roll off the tongue. So I like I it. I almost mm-hmm. have to look at it to like. Oh yeah. I keep yeah, wanting yeah. to say just Griffin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I will say that um, we were because we had like talked about pun names, but then we just decided that uh, not a not another Nat one beat us to it because they have a Drake on their podcast and its name is Josh. Yeah. So, yeah. Nothing will ever top that. <laughs> not I feel like Zach doesn't get it, and he was the only person I thought would get it. Drake oh, and Josh. Yeah. Yeah, got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm tired. Shut yeah, up. me too, man. I, I need to go to bed like an hour and a half ago. So with that, <laughs> does anybody have any final thoughts? Shout out to my boy Oric and his boy. Oh yeah, you guys freed Oric. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. 
That was actually a very sweet scene. I thought you guys were going to have a little bit of a moral quandary because you uh, found out that they were like kind of not like war. Yeah, they weren't warlords, but they were like um, barbarian-ish like fighters and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So just a man who was trapped with his kid. Mm -hmm. I even offered the kid weed. <laughs> that was so fun, dude. I don't think I've laughed that hard in a long time. How many weeks? Yeah, I had a hard time pulling myself together after I said it. Because you offered it to the dad because you like gave the kid the flip flops, and it was like this whole like nice scene. Because I was like, man, like Lorkin never offers to just help people. Like this is dope. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, mark it down. Beyond the role exclusive, you have a point of inspiration. Um, oh hell yeah yeah because i like that um and then immediately like everyone like he's like thank you this means a lot to me or whatever like we're gonna go home now and you were like no problem you want to smoke some weed (laughs) dude that's such a hard time pulling myself together from that because once i start laughing like that it could go forever It was so funny. It took a second for it to settle. Like it wasn't. It wasn't an immediate pop. It. It. There was like a second or two. It had to soak in for a second, (laughs) and then once everyone lost it, I lost it. That's one of the. That's one of the moments that I wish we recorded the videos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) dude, I was dead. Yeah, that was good. That was very good. I didn't even like mean for that to happen. I just happened to look at my, I was looking at my (laughs) possessions and I saw that I had a weed rod left and I was like, dude, (laughs) I do like that. Zach uh, will frequently just look at his items just to see if there's anything he can do that's fun. Yeah. No, dude, this whole episode, I was just staring at it. I was like, what can I do? That's different. (laughs) You guys still have all those drugs, right? I, yeah, if, if that's flame burn, right? That's what flame burn was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was like, you... "What is flame burn?" So I'm gonna put drugs next to it. <laughs> we should honestly um, figure all that stuff out again because, like, I remembered I never your you mine like you asked. I know. I remembered your chaos <laughs> bracelet, and I was like, "Oh man!" Like, we never actually fleshed that out. So hopefully, he uh, doesn't plan on using it. <laughs> yeah, like I. I almost used my bright strike bracelet this episode and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, but if, if, it, if it's not going to be big damage for a, or a fight, I was like, Oh I'm yeah. And it could like, be literally anything. So like, yeah. And that's have... the thing. Like I was like, I already marked myself as such a big target in this fight. If <laughs> I, I felt do some damage. I'm screwed. <laughs> I felt so bad when you per- pulled out the orb. Cause you were so excited. Cause you were like, I've been saving this for a special moment. And <laughs> in my head, I'm just like, that's, that's not how it works man you know i think it'll turn into a funny moment because i'm gonna i'll end up pulling it out later be like how about now i I like giving it the uh i can't be used here yes no i almost like that i don't know what it does because now i'm just gonna be whipping it out all the time that's what she said nice yeah nice too sweet me joe i guess that's more what he said that's right whatever um anyway we're gonna wrap this up because i'm falling asleep um but thank you so much for joining us this was a really fun one i love these two part ones because i feel like we carry the uh energy from part one into part two and it's just very very fun but you know the deal 
Follow us, share us, love us, call us pretty. Do whatever you want, Please. frankly. Whatever makes you happy. Go for a walk. Buy that Starbucks. You do you. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 on Beyond the Raw. <laughs> Hashtag LFP. Hashtag I'm getting some coffee. Lorkin, forkin, and porkin. Bye, everybody. This cannot be used here. Peace. Oh, wait. Shit. Shit. Oh, shit.